wisdom comes in all shapes and sizes. And when it comes to aviation wisdom, it comes in the form of a 13-year-old 8th grader from Cleveland, Ohio, who was struck by the aviation bug three years ago and hasn't looked back since. Not only does he always sharpen his pencils, he also has a plan to own his own airport one day and can speak airplane as good as any pilot I've ever known. On this episode, I welcome Keegan Evans, a living, breathing airplane encyclopedia that will educate you on all things airplane, even if it means locking yourself in your car to avoid his barrage of aviation knowledge. We talk about his first time flying, his loyalty to a certain airline, and how it's never too early to ask a commercial airline for a job, even if you're 13 years old. I'm your host, Susan, and this is the Ready Room Podcast. Okay, we're live. Keegan, you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Ready Room Podcast. How are you today? I am good. Awesome. Thanks for making the time for this, man. I know you're busy. Yes. Uh, you know, Thanks for having me. No, your parents are gone, so you probably had a big party planned. Yes, I did. Right. Okay, good, man. What time do the kegs show up? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. So we have an hour. Yes, got we it. Do. Good, good, good. Awesome, man. So how this got started was I heard on the street that you kind of like airplanes. I do. So tell us about. How much you like airplanes? Well, I uh, can pretty much tell any airplane, any variant, just from looking up at the sky and getting a quick little glimpse at it. Okay, when did uh, you first learn that you wanted to become a, an airplane ninja? Um, we uh, 2019, we were actually uh, going to Disney, and we had a fly, uh, and uh, we were on the airplane, and I just thought this is really amazing, and you know, it just kind of clicked that uh, I really had a thing for airplanes. So how much of your daily time is consumed by airplanes? I'd say a good 12 hours out of the 24. 12 hours a day, airplanes. And what do you do in those 12 hours? Um, I will, you know, sometimes we go to the airport. I get photos. Um, I will mess with my model airport. You know, I do simulators, fly airplanes, Um watch videos, just kind of sometimes learn, you know, a little bit more about the airplanes. So, yeah, that's kind of... Okay, so tell us about what's on the other end of this table right here. Um, That is my fictional airport. It is called Dawn International. Wait, which international? What is it called? Uh, Dawn. Dawn. Yes. Got it. Continue. Um, It's kind of just, you know, it's based in Florida, somewhere on the Gulf side, and uh, we've got United Airlines having a growing hub, as well as American having a growing hub, uh... Focus City for JetBlue and Alaska. And uh, we have some international flights around the world from the airport. You're bringing Alaska in. We are bringing Alaska Airlines How's in. the negotiation so far? Pretty good. We actually have eight daily flights with them so far. Wow. Yes. That's interesting. So Alaska Airlines is coming out to Florida. Yes. Exciting. Get excited, folks. That's awesome. <laughs> if you want to fly from Alaska to Miami on, I don't know what kind of airplane flies that far, but that's, a, that's pretty cool. So your dad tells me, he sometimes locks himself in the basement because you talk about airplanes so much. Is that accurate? That is true. So tell us about that. Um, you know, I like to, you know, say the new updates, you know. I like to look around, find the new updates, you know. I get to bother him, you know, for a few minutes. And sometimes he just can't handle it and he'll go in the basement and talk to his friends. <laughs> or, or just lock himself down there, right, you know, talk to himself. He's, it's also the car. He'll go in the car, lock the doors and the air conditioning, talk to his uh, cousins. Okay. Sometimes, yeah. How long does it take for your dad to 
run away and go lock himself in the car. First 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Yes. So he's good for the first 10. Uh-huh. And he'll absorb infraplate, you know, airplane notes. And then he goes to the car. Yeah. Okay. Much. Good to know. Awesome. So do you track him on your phone? Um, No. I kind of know the spots now, you know, kind of find them. So uh, I do, though, have a radar. If I want to, you know, track, you know, I tracked my mom. She left yesterday from Rural Beach, tracked her out of Akron, Canton, watched her for a little while. But what, um, How do you have a radar on your computer? Um, my phone. There's a app. Uh, it's called Flight Radar 24. Okay. It tracks everything pretty much, and um, I kind of get to see what's coming in and out of Cleveland and some other airports. Are you, uh, have you gotten familiar with the weather? Are you studying weather yet? Uh, yes, the app has an add-on that can show weather and so I do technically, or do tend to look, see what's going on. All right. All right. Cool, man. So I heard you have a specific favorite airline. I do have a favorite airline. Who's that? Frontier Airlines. Frontier. How come? Um, that was the first airline I flew. First uh, experience. Uh, pretty much it kind of only felt right to be that being the favorite airline as we only really do fly that airline. So you're loyal. I am loyal. You're loyal to Frontier. Very loyal. What if somebody else offers you a job? Um, if it was a big carrier like American or a European carrier, I definitely think I would uh, have to head over there. Absolutely. I mean, if you get a chance to go live in Europe and yeah, fly around there, where would Definitely. you want to fly in Europe? Uh, I would like to, if I could, I would like to be based in uh, actually a very specific city, Belfast. Uh, I would like to work for the airline EasyJet and uh, fly around Europe, and they also now fly to the Middle East, so that'd be pretty cool of an experience. God, do you think you would fit in in Ireland as Keegan Evans? No. You wouldn't? No. Yeah, you would stick out. Yeah, definitely. Would Who's this guy? Tell I us do. about your first airplane experience. Okay. I mean, what, what caught your attention and kind of got hooked? Um, we were uh, leaving Cleveland to f- Orlando for Disney. We were on board an Airbus A321-200 um, for Frontier, and... Um, we, uh, you know, the normal airport, you know, grab food, wait at the gate. Nothing really hit me. You know, we're just flying. You know, the nerve of flying always hits you. And um, we got on the jet, you know, push back, taxi. And we did an immediate takeoff. So, you know, they say, you know, flight attendants prepare for takeoff. And as we were on takeoff, something just sparked in my mind. Like, this is really interesting and really fascinating, you know. I would love to see how pilots, you know, could work, you know, with such a large jet. And, um... You know, we landed, love landing. Um, I remember my dad saying, you know, the quicker they land, the much more experienced they are. So uh, I remember thinking of that. And yeah, it was, um, I think that's what started. And um, yeah, so. Nice. Did you get a window seat, aisle seat? I did get what? a window seat. I did fight my dad for that, actually. Nice. Yes. Okay, that's good. There's a slight size disadvantage, but I'm sure you won. <laughs> Not a problem. And you are, I've heard you're pretty active on Instagram. I am pretty active on Instagram. What do you do on Instagram? I uh, just post photos of airplanes, you know. Every few days, they get a post of, you know, something I find at normally Cleveland or whenever we go on a trip, you know. I always force my mother to take me around the airport, get photos at the gates. So uh, once in a while, we get another airport. Have you ever gotten a chance to get in the cockpit? No, I have not. Okay. So when I fly, next time I'm in Cleveland and I call you, even if you're sure. in school, you just leave school. Just <laughs> okay. tell your teacher, like, hey, cousin Phil's in town. He's got a plane. I got to go. And okay. then I'll call you an Uber. We'll call your dad. We'll get you a ride or something right. and come on in. You can play around the airplane. It's it's actually kind of cool. So have you ever uh, messaged any airlines and asked for jobs? 
not Jav, but I have messaged Frontier. I also messaged JetBlue. Uh, actually, they have messaged me first. What did you me- well, So what did they tell you? So they have asked me to use their photos in their Instagram page. And of course, I have to hit them with, I want to work with your, for your airline when I get older. And, you know, they've always given me, you know, the links to their website. So, yeah, definitely have had some of that before. Some okay, and you're 13, right? Yes. And in eighth grade. Yes. So you got a little bit of a... Some time. To yeah, go. a little bit of time. Yeah. No worries. Good to go study up on more airplanes. Very cool. So is the, uh, what's your favorite Frontier airplane? Okay, well, again, being loyal, it was the first plane we flew. It was the A321-200 and the Gordon, the Golden Eagle logo, or I should say livery. Wow. Yes, so that is the first one. And then, uh, yeah, so that was. What the, do you know about the paint jobs on Frontier aircraft? Um, I know it costs 150000 to paint just one airplane. And uh, every airplane has its own animal on the airplane. You know, they don't just make, you know, one airplane for 10, you know, or one animal for 10 airplanes. It's one for each $150,000. Where'd you find that out? Um, It's kind of, you know, they have websites where they can share, you know, stuff. They share logos. You know, they share upcoming events, what their fleet's going to look like for the next five years. So I have found it. And, you know, just looking up, you know, what is the normal, you know, cost of an airplane to be painted. So uh, kind of had to fit all that stuff in together, you know. So, yeah, that's what I've kind of found. Okay, interesting, interesting. And then, but JetBlue also messaged you. I did get messaged by JetBlue, yes. Um, I mean, you're in high demand right now. I, <laughs> I mean, two airlines. I haven't got any calls yet, but you're getting two calls from, yes. from two airlines. Um, they just asked if they wanted to use a photo. I, uh, My mom, uh, she was heading to Nashville last year. Um, she went by the JetBlue game in Cleveland, took a photo of an E-190, and they loved the photo so much that they asked if they could use it. Nice. Yeah. What did you charge them? Uh, just, well, hey, when you're old enough, just be, hey, remember that cool photo I gave you back in the day? How about a job? Yeah. And then just let me know how it goes. Yeah. I'll write you a letter of rec. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, awesome. So that that was your favorite airplane. Yes. So, but you are aware that Airbus, you know, I mean, what do you think about their side stick? You know, what do you think about the the builds of the aircraft, the avionics? Um, I definitely, it was pretty cool. You know, everyone thinks that an airplane's, you know, uh, controlled by a yoke. But then when I found out Airbus has the side stick. So what's a yoke? So the yoke is um, most, I believe, Boeing, um, Embraer, and I also believe Bombardier use those. They're kind of just like a, uh, they're shaped like a, uh, the best way I could describe it is the uh, football, the yellow posts that sit up there for, you know, when they kick yeah, them in. That's a good description. Um, they use that. They push it up and forward and uh, to the side, left and right, and that's how they control an airplane. Okay. So what's something that you found interesting about flight? Not airplanes, but flight in general. Okay. Um, seeing aerial views, you know, getting to see what Earth looks like from the aerial view. Um Especially thunderstorms from an aerial view, you know, seeing what they look like, seeing the lightning in the clouds. Um, the challenge, the challenge. I really like a challenge and seeing, you know, pilots, you know, be being teetered and tottered around in the air, and being <laughs> nice. still able to land. Nice, yeah. I found that interesting and like a challenge. So, yeah, that's what I found interesting. That's cool. Flying. And we had talked a minute ago about what's your favorite subject in school? Yes, science. Science. All right, tell us why science. Um. I definitely like um, seeing the behind the scenes and a lot of stuff, how stuff works, how stuff can operate. Um, more of the mechanic sides, definitely. I um, done a bunch of cool projects in the school year this year. Um, that being including, I did take apart a machine and put it back together. What kind of machine? A vacuum. 
They awesome. Just, yeah. That's so, exciting. <laughs> not very uh, special, but it did uh, take some technology to figure it out. So you like technical things? I do like technical things. All right. Good to go. Are you an organized 13-year-old eighth grader? I am an organized. Probably one of the or- most organized people in my tell us, grade. Tell us about that. Um, I definitely like myself, you know, being neat, nice and good. You know, um, colors are arranged. Uh, subjects are arranged in my book bag, you know. This year, we weren't allowed to use lockers, so we did have to carry everything in our book bag, so everything was arranged nicely. Uh, neat handwriting is one of my top priorities. I do not like messy handwriting. Um, always having sharpened pencils, you know, just keeping everything in uh, tip-top shape. Good, man. That's that's a good start. You're ahead of the game for 13, because I know a lot of people uh, that don't do that, so you're you're winning from the start. Oh, real quick, I want to get back to the to the terminal, Don International Airport. Yes. So we have got how many aircraft and terminals are there here, at Don? Okay, well, uh, aircraft total, I get. Uh, I think there's almost about sixty flights a day, with COVID. Um, we did, I did put COVID in to you know. Yeah, realistic make it expectations. Realistic. Um, sure. There are there is one terminal, two concourses. We have concourse A and concourse B. Um, United is like I said, the largest airline. In the airport, um, they hold uh, at Concourse A about three to four gates. They are shared with Delta, as well as Delta does operate there. And the last airline to operate at Concourse A is Southwest. Okay. And then uh, Concourse B is owned by Frontier, uh, American, Spirit, Alaska, and JetBlue. Is there any other competition? Anybody else trying to get into the into the game? Um, Sun Country Airlines is uh, trying to push their way in yeah. eventually. We just have to open up some more terminals eventually. I would like to uh, expand the airport a little bit. Um, Are most of your flights international, domestic, or what? We do have a few international, mostly domestic, though. Okay. Um, Are they going like South America, that your international ones? Uh, I think our farthest South America, or, you know, for domestic, you know, um, a single aisle air, uh, plane is actually to Cancun. That's like the lowest part we do for international um international is pretty big at dawn um we have london um madrid uh we've got a few other areas in the middle east i definitely think we have specialized in the middle east area so what's the biggest aircraft you guys can hold there we can hold a 747 we do have one that operates uh daily and night ups nice for freight i know Uh, some i know some ups 74 guys okay the uh it's a 400 variant so the smaller variant. Um, that's like the biggest one. We do have a few triple sevens, seven eight sevens. We do now have one eight three fifty one thousand now on deck for London for British Airways. Um, the largest, which is the one thousand variant. And uh, our smallest plane will range um, right now is an E one seventy five. Air Canada Express operates that. Eventually, I would like to get a regional terminal started uh, for United American, Delta, and of course Air Canada. Expand. There you go, man. Expand. Yes. Wow. So you got it. Do you have a business model that supports this yet? Um, not yet. Not no. yet. No, no worries, man. You got time. Yeah. I, I can help you out. Let me know. Yes. And then we'll. Well, I mean, you can buy your own airport. Right. Start I can. saving. Start saving now. Yeah. You know, I buy do. Your own uh, airport. Actually, another thing, I do have a business model right now. This year, it's kind of off. It's my business. Um. I do a power washing business for driveways. Oh, um, really? Just unfortunately, there's a lot of construction going on around my house, so water pressure is down, so we cannot do it right now. So that is the business model that I uh, use to get airplanes. What do you charge for a driveway? 40 to $50, depending on the driveway length, but I do get a lot of tips. So. All right, good, good. And then what? Uh, how long does it take you? 
hour to an hour and a half to finish one. So you're averaging 25 plus bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. It's not bad for 13. Yes. Eighth grade. What do you do with your money besides save for your airport? Um, save for the airport. Uh, take care. I have some pets, so I have to take care of them. Um, decorations for the room. I got a thing for decorations. Um, I have a, another thing for my bike. Got to keep that thing up in uh, tip top condition as well. So I like to sometimes maintain some your transportation. Maintain it. Yes. There you go. Um, I do also like to garden, so I do get some stuff for gardening. Dude, um, you're a little renaissance man. Yeah. It's impressive. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't do very much else than that. Do you read no. books? Only in the school year. <laughs> yes, I that's do. That's actually a pretty good answer. Yeah, summertime when yeah. you're 13, don't worry about it. No. Um, yeah, I do a lot of history books. I have done some aviation books, about one or two. Um but yeah, that's what I normally so do. So I got a book I'm going to send to you. It's called The Second Luckiest Pilot in okay. the World. And it's a bunch of military and civilian guys, but mostly military, and a lot of stories that are just absolutely crazy. Okay. And uh, it's entertaining. All right. So, so here's a question for us. So do you want to be a commercial pilot eventually? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, and how? what's your path? What's your route to get there that you've obviously mapped out? Yes. You know, with your airport that you're going to own one day? <laughs> Um, I would like to go to Denver University um, to pursue my pilot career at Frontier Airlines. That's where they are based at, and that's where they have their headquarters at. So that's where I would like to go. And um, yeah, Denver University is it. That's where I would like to uh, go spend my uh, three years there. Do you plan on getting a full scholarship? Um, probably not. The high school that I go to probably will not get me that far. Okay. How are your grades? Pretty good. A's and B's. All right. Good. Yep. Good. And your dad's a teacher. My dad is. Both of my parents are both teachers. Both parents are teachers, yes. so they're millionaires. Someone Don't is. let them tell you. Trust, they're millionaires. <laughs> teachers. <Okay. laughs> so have you ever thought about doing military flying? I did, actually. I did uh, consider it. Um, you know, knowing that, you know, if you're military, you know, for years, and then you're bumped up to captain status in most airlines, you know. But um, as I thought about it, you know, I started if and on, you know, they have a pilot shortage. So I thought about it, and I thought, feel like they take me either so way. So you are aware of the military pilot shortage? Yes, wow. I am. How did you get word on that? Um, There is just, they're always, you know, I can always see sponsors. Um, They're always, you know, uh, web pages are always asking, you know, a lot of um, ads show up, especially uh, the Navy does offer a lot of Air Force. I know that. Um, same with commercial. I always see Envoy Air for American E-175 pilots. They're always asking to hire people. And um, I do see some United. So um, why why do you think the pilot shortage is going on right now? Um, Not really sure. Just I think Are you might. familiar with the 65-year-old FAA Mando retirement age? I do not know. I'm not. So when you turn 65, uh, under certain, there's all these different kinds of flying, but your Frontier, your American, Delta, United, you know, those guys, that's part 121, we call it. Okay. So there's all these different, don't worry about that stuff. That's, that's not fun. But when you turn 65, you have to retire. So right now there's a lot of guys that were flying, you know, that came back from Vietnam and, you know, early seventies and they're, they're reaching that 65 year benchmark. So they've got to leave. So it's making a lot of room for guys like you to come in and, you know, take the wheel. Right. So, but if you were going to fly for the military, uh, which branch do you think has the best pilots? I don't, I'm not sure. I have always heard the Navy is the best. I always have heard that. Where'd you hear that? Um, actually, my father. Your dad? Yes. I got to talk to your dad because okay. that's straight propaganda there. 
Oh, That's propaganda. Okay. I'll talk to him. Yeah. I don't know what kind of show he's running here. You know, <laughs> I'm going to talk to him. Okay. So the Navy, right? Yes. Uh, it's obviously not the Navy. It's the Marine Corps. Trust okay. me. Trust me on that one. Uh, but here's one for you. So which branch of the military do you think maintains their airplanes the best and has the most money? Um, I don't know if this is a full branch, but the Air Force? You're, hey, you are correct. Okay. You are correct, sir. Good answer. Yeah, yeah correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of Air Force buddies that fly different aircraft, and they have a good time doing it. Okay. So, so if you were going to fly a military jet, do you know which one you would want to fly? No clue. Um, I did have, however, um, if I was going to do a military, I would like, I don't know really how to do it, but I would love to fly the C-17. C-17? Yes, I would love to do that. Do you like roller coasters? I love roller coasters, yes. Okay, so you get C-17, you know, it's a monster cargo aircraft, yes. does some cool stuff. Yeah. But what about like an <laughs> F-22? Uh, I was looking at that. That's really, you know, I know the Raptor, the F-22. Um, that's pretty much, I, you know, I'm not very educated in the military side of aviation, but I do know just a few, little bit. You know? All right. So if you were going to, you've been to Cedar Point. I have. Right. Yes. All right. You know all the new rides at Cedar yes, Point. I What's do. your favorite ride at Cedar Point? Uh, Val Raven. Raven. I've been on that one. What's that one like? Um, It's, you know, more of the, one of the shorter rides there, but uh, take you a few, uh, I think over 300 feet up. And then uh, instead of just dropping you down like a normal roller coaster, they actually hold you at the top. Nice. So you're just hanging there and then uh, they drop you and, you know, it's kind of just like a regular roller coaster. Okay. So you like the more exciting roller coasters. I do like the more exciting. All right. So if we're going to compare airplanes to roller coasters, a C-17 is like the Kitty Park ride. Okay. 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 If you like your crazy, the Magnum, the Mean Streak, uh, the Raptor, what's the other one? The Dragster. Stand-up. Dragster. Uh, what's the other one that you stand up? The Mantis? Uh, that is now the Rougarou. Rougarou. Yes. Okay. If you like those kind of rides, I would I would look into something that uh, F-18, F-16, F-15, F-22. Okay. You know, C-17's cool. Those guys have a lot of good time. But And I got some C-17 buddies. Okay. But uh, if you like roller coasters, there's some other options out there. All right. So here's what we're going to get into now. I'm going to give, I'm going to start, I have a little stopwatch here. I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock, and okay. you're going to ramble off airplane facts. Okay. Anything you can think of about any airplane, any airport, any anything at all. Like, you want to go A320 and just start okay. throwing out facts. So I'm going to okay. give you 30 seconds. Should I do random or one subject? Totally random. Okay. Say whatever you want, as fast and as much as possible. Are you ready? Yes. Stand by. Three, two, one. Um, the Airbus A320 family is the most common uh, aircraft being flown uh, pre-COVID every two seconds, and A320 takes off. Um, Cleveland Hopkins International Airport is the old home of Continental Airlines. Um, Northwest Airlines had a hub in Memphis. Um, Delta used to have 747s. Um, Alaska Airlines is actually based in Seattle, not Anchorage. Um Hawaiian Airlines holds the longest domestic route. Stop. Okay. Pretty good stuff there, man. So what was the Alaska one? They're uh, they're based in Seattle. Actually. Ah, so they do think... fly to Anchorage, but they are not pretty much based in ah. Anchorage. That's what a lot of people don't know. So. And how many seconds in between Airbus takeoffs? Two. Pre-COVID, Two. yes. Holy shit, that's a lot. Okay, cool, man. Good stuff, dude. Jeez. You're like an encyclopedia. Like a walking, talking encyclopedia. All right, so here, here's a, we're going to do a little bit of comparison. 
SR-71. What's faster, SR-71 or the FA-18 Hornet? FA-18 Hornet? No, SR-71, super fast. Very, very, not even close. All right. Uh, I'll name an aircraft, and you tell me what war it fought in. Okay. P-51 Mustang. World War II. Correct. Good work, good work. F-4U Corsair. Pearl Harbor? No. No. But World War II. Okay. We'll just call it World War II. Okay. So not bad. Not bad. All right. I'm going to give you the aircraft identifier. Okay. And you tell me what's the name of it is. So an example would be F-22. I'll say F-22. You say Raptor. Okay. Okay. Ready? F-15. Uh, uh, Raptor? <laughs> Close. Uh, Eagle. Okay. So F-22 Raptor. Okay. How about F-16? I don't know if this is one, but Maverick? Right. <laughs> no, that's all right, man. Don't worry about it. It's the Fighting Falcon, but okay. everyone calls it the Viper. So, okay. all right, uh, we're going to move on, man. We gotta. You, I'm going to give you some military books. You can okay. study up, and then we'll, the next time we get together, we'll right. do another one. So, sure. All right, at this point, we're going to get into the pilot quizzes. Okay. So I'm going to give you a quiz. I'm going to ask you some questions, and we're going to find out right now, today, at 13, as an eighth grader, if you have what it takes to be a commercial pilot. Okay. All right? And if, you know, after, after the test ends and you don't have what it takes, you can decide what you want to do with your life and just chuck these pilot dreams out the window. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right, first question. How much coffee do you drink on a daily basis? I drink zero. Zero coffee. How much caffeine do you consume? How much pop? A lot. A lot of pop. Yes. All right, good. How much pop? How many cans a day? <laughs> Three or four. Three to four, that's yeah. it? Yeah. All right, man, those are rookie numbers. You, okay. you got to bump up those numbers. Okay. So I need to, if you want to get up into the eight to 10 cans a day, then we're talking commercial pilot okay. uh, caffeine consumption. All right. Good start. Good start. All right. Next question. It's not a question. I need you to take the headset off and walk over to this window here. Yeah. I actually need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Walk over here and slide, slide the drapes over just a little bit. And I need you to stare out that window. Just stare. I mean, really. No, but really stare, like really focus, staring out that window. All right, good work. Not bad. All right, now you can come back, grab a seat. Not bad. It's important, man. You might think I'm kidding, but staring out the window is about 75% of our job. So pretty good. All right, next question. Uh, so you can stare out the window, you can drink coffee, and we're going to do some pilot math. Okay. Ready? Yes. This is the last one. Okay. I'll give you a math problem. You have to get it right. If you get it wrong, you can't be a pilot. Okay. Ready? Pilot Math 101. What is 2 plus 2? Uh, 4. Done. Okay. Dude, congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. You have what it takes to be a commercial pilot and fly any airplane in the world. Like all the aircraft at your terminal here okay. that I'm looking at, you can fly those. Okay. Piece of cake. Just drink coffee, stare out the window, do basic math. Perfect. All right. Now, we're going to get into the fighter pilot qualification test. Oh, geez. This is a little bit different, but similar. Okay. All right. So... Coffee's important. We talked about that. Math skills, important. Staring out the window. You do it a little bit less, you know, when you're, when you're flying around in a military aircraft. But I need you to take your hands and make them like this. So, like, make them look like they're like swords, right? And then move them around and just talk. Um, so, my favorite airplane is an A321-200. Okay, so, so cross your hands a little bit. So, while you're talking, move your hands all around. Kind of, like, zigzag back and forth. Just, yeah, there you go. You got it. Um, Keep going. 
I've flown on three airplanes in my life. Um, I uh, let's see, uh, my favorite airline is Frontier Airlines. Um, every two seconds, an Airbus A three twenty lands and takes off. How fast is how fast is an A three twenty? Approaching, I think, one hundred eighty five miles an hour. Okay, do you know the signal for being inverted? No. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Awesome, man. Uh, you got that question correct. Talking with your hands is important. It's really important. So, all right, next one. So you meet a girl, all right? Hottest girl in eighth grade. And well, let's just, let's, let me back up. Let's say she's not the hottest girl in eighth grade. On a one to 10, she's a five on the hot scale. And you get together with your buddies, the rest of your pilot buddies, and you're telling them about this girl. Do you tell them she was a five or a nine? A nine. Yes. Correct. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. Dude, you, you are crushing this test. All right. Do you have any sunglasses? No, I do not. No sunglasses. All right. That's important. We got to get you some sunglasses. And uh, what kind of watch do you have on? No. You're not wearing a watch? Nope. Do you have a watch at all? Like somewhere in your house? You don't have a watch? No. All right. We're going to talk to your dad. Uh, starter watch. Okay. Uh, $3,000 minimum. Okay. And don't worry. He's a teacher. He can afford it. Okay. So we'll get you, uh, I'll, we'll get a little plug out here, maybe get some donations for Keegan's first fighter pilot watch. And, uh, you know, a Bremont or a Breitling, really nice. You get your call sign engraved on the back. You get one of those, but 3000 minimum. Okay. Okay. So we're going to get you a watch and some sunglasses and I think your suitcase, man. I don't know why you don't have a job right now for some airline. Okay. We're going to do your, you have to practice your radio voice. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say something and you have to repeat it after me. And the whole intent is to sound cool because that's 60% of your job as a fighter pilot is just sounding cool on the radio. So I'll say something and you got to repeat after me. Ready? So it goes like this. You say 205 Hornet Ball 2.0. 205 Hornet Ball 2.0. Okay. You, a little bit. You got to sound a little bit cooler than that. So try it one more time. 2.5 Hornet Ball 2.0. Okay. So 205. <laughs> Hornet Ball 2.0. Two, or 205. Hornet Ball 2.0. Okay, not bad. Not bad. We can work on that. Okay. Uh, all you got to do is just stand in front of the mirror and practice your radio voice. That's what all fighter pilots do. So <laughs> no worries, man. Awesome, dude. So we're, we're approaching the conclusion here. So is there anything else about airplanes I should ask you that you like to talk about? Um. Just commercials, pretty much my strong suit. You know? Okay. So at this point, your dad had told me earlier, he's like, Keegan will teach you about airplanes. So now is your chance to give me some trivia questions on any airplane, commercial, military, and let's see if I can, let's see if I can, I can meet the standard because you, you have set the, the bar very high. Okay. So fire away, man. All right. Um, what is the A22300's original name? No idea. The CS300. CS300. It was uh, actually a Canadian manufacturer by Bombardini, or actually owned it, and then Airbus bought it. Okay. All right. So, 0 for 1. Give me another one. Okay. Um, let me think here. Um, what does. Uh, how many airplanes are in Frontier Airlines fleet? 371. <laughs> Uh, I think 102. 102. Actually, yes. Okay, I was way off. A little off. Um, this is pretty easy. Uh, what is the largest carrier in the world? Largest carrier in the world. I think it's American Airlines. You are right. All right, good to go. Um, so one for four. Not bad. 
25%. What is the newest startup airline? Hmm. I'm going to go with Breeze. Actually, it is Avalo Airlines. Really? Yes. Wow. Based in Burbank. All right. Where's Breeze based? Uh, Tampa. Yeah. And then uh, actually they're looking for a, a base in Akron, Canton. There you go, well. man. So, there you uh, go. And what do they fly? They fly Embraer E-190s and Embraer E-195s. Nice, dude. Good to go. All right. So I failed the, the <laughs> trivia. No worries. Not surprising. No big deal. All right. So real quick, I got something here for you. Okay. So this is, uh, this is a fighter pilot starter kit. Okay. So this is a watch. And the bigger the watch, the better the pilot. Okay. So that's the biggest watch I could find. So there okay. you go. Thank you. There's a watch, and you got to wear it. Every okay. good fighter pilot has a pen handy at all times. And these are these are actually, no kidding, the, the pens that we use. Um, there's some other ones, but most of the, the good pilots use these pens. Okay, these are the zebra pens, good ones. Then every respectable fighter pilot has good sunglasses. So here's some aviators for you. Get those started. And then... Uh, I'm going to send you a coffee mug so you can, at least you can drink your pop out of the coffee mug Okay. and just practice and okay. walk around, carry the mug, drink your pop out of it all around the house. All right. Talk with your hands, those kind of things. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So real quick before we get going, man, because we're going to finish up here in a minute. How can people find you, connect with you, talk to you about airplanes? Um, people can connect to me on Instagram. Um, my name on Instagram is cleveland.spotter. Um... People, uh, yeah, that's probably about it. Cleveland dot spotter. Yes. Awesome. And you're 13, eighth grade. Yes. And I think uh, as soon as you turn 18, man, there should be job offers waiting for you. Okay. So awesome. Keegan, thank you for the time. It's been yep. fun. I learned a ton. Now here at the end, because we always like at the Ready Room podcast to finish off with, uh, with a, le- a lesson, some type of lesson. So we've learned some airplane lessons here today. That's cool stuff. But- in your 13 years of existence as a human on planet Earth, is there a cornerstone life lesson you've learned that you can share with the world? I have. Um, it. I like to go by it too. It is um, live every day like it's your last. That is uh, what I live by a lot. Okay. I think it's solid, man. Good stuff. Folks, you can learn a lot from Keegan Evans. Keegan, anything else, man? Uh, nothing else. Nothing else. All right, guys. This is Keegan and Susan. We're out of here. See ya.